Hello friends, we are heading into week two of our Advent Bible reading. The focus of this week is love. And if you are um, stepping in on the heels of a sermon from Pastor Tom this last weekend, he spoke so directly and eloquently about the gift of Jesus Christ and of salvation as the ultimate gift of God's love for us. And now this week we get to lean in and unpack scriptures that detail what that love looks like in very vivid color, what God's love looks like and what kind of love he is calling us to express as a result of being loved by him. So let's begin with prayer. Get your Bible and your journal out and we'll just lean in close to see what the Holy Spirit has to show us about this aspect of Advent. Father God, we do love you and we are grateful that you love us. You love us in a way that um, is beyond our comprehension, that agape love, that perfect, sacrificial, always consistent, faithful love, the thing that our hearts long for most, we find it in you. You love us. And so God, it's hard sometimes for us to even believe that it could be true, to, to fully embrace it. We, we know our weaknesses. We know our flaws. We know how unlovely we can be, and we know how much we need to be loved. So God, as we lean into your word this week, would you remind us would you show us, God, how much you love us? Would you help us to be able to, to experience that at a new level? And then would you open the eyes of our heart each day, but today specifically, would you open the eyes of our heart to hear and see that one word, that one phrase, that one aspect of your love that you want us to hold on to, to wrestle with, to think about, to engage in a little more deeply in a fresh way. Thank you, God, that you are our teacher, uh, that you love us, and that you are caring for us in teaching us the way we should go. So we come to you now and we ask, God, would you open our eyes and our ears and our hearts so that we can know and understand you more and live more fully out of a place of being loved by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's scripture passage is a very familiar love passage, 1 Corinthians 13, and uh, as usual, I will read it through, and then we'll go back and read it once more with a sensitive heart to what God might be teaching each one of us. 1 Corinthians 13, I'm reading in the New International Version. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. 
Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. It's a longer passage today, and so the temptation can be to try and dive into a lot of it. Um, and if you have extra time, go for it. But I would really encourage you, in, in the spirit of soap noting today, to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit bringing you to one specific aspect of this passage. And it might surprise you. You might initially think, well, that's, that's an odd phrase to lift off of the page. But, but don't resist that. Just see where God might take you with it. So as I reread this once again, just be open and aware to the verse, the phrase, or maybe even just a single word that lifts up off the page to you and is something that you want to hold on to with the Lord. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Take a moment and write down in your journal the verse that holds that word or phrase that leapt off the page to you. Copy it down in your journal and then come back and we'll move on to observation. Okay, so as we move into observation, the questions to ask yourself, what do you think God is saying to you in this scripture? Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you, to reveal Jesus to you. 
paraphrase and write the scripture in your own words in your journal. And in this particular chapter, think about how that particular phrase or word or aspect of love is reflected in God in the way that God demonstrates love and then in the way that it might be reflected or intersects with your life personally. What is God trying to teach you about love today? Go ahead and pause, write down your observation, and then come back and we'll talk about application. So now we're going to talk about application, asking God to show you how this applies to your life right now. Is it an instruction, an encouragement, a new promise to hold on to, a correction in your own life? Is there a longing maybe that this has revealed to you that you need to wrestle through with God? A desire that you need to pursue or release and allow him to fulfill? Take a moment and journal out what the application might be from that word, phrase, verse that leapt off the page to you and then come back for prayer. As you step into prayer today, what a great place to pause first in gratitude, thinking about the impact or the intersection that God's love has had in your life. And we're going to continue this throughout this week, but I think this is a great place, you know, we'll, we'll get to this, but there is a passage in Romans and another in, in Ephesians that we actually looked at last week. Um, where we recognize that, that God's love is so great, it's literally beyond our comprehension. So every day this week, a prayer that would be appropriate would be to understand a little bit more, just a little more of his love for you. It's transformational and it changes everything to know that we can live from a place of being fully loved. And then take time to respond to what you have wrestled through in your soap note and commit the rest of this day to him in prayer and then come back for a final thought. As you head into this day, into this week, or perhaps you're getting ready to crawl into bed, depending on when you're doing your soap note, I just want to encourage you to think very concretely about how to carry this into the next part of your day whether that's bringing along that soap note journal with you so that you can glance back at it from time to time. Maybe you recognize that there's a verse out of this that you need to memorize. And um, I've, I've learned that taking a, taking a verse and um, for me, writing it out three times in a row, three times a day for a few days will, will seal it in my memory better than anything else. But you you could kind of think through what would it look like for me to memorize um, this word, to keep it in my heart. So whatever it is, make a very concrete decision and then be sure to jump in on the Facebook group and share so that we can continue to encourage each other in our journey with these soap notes. I hope you have a blessed day and I will see you back here tomorrow. <music>